following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It has gone official. Mel Tucker has been fired as the Michigan State head football coach, David Gregory. He's a lawyer, sports agent with Bull Rush Sports, based in West Michigan, NFLPA certified agent. He'll join us in studio. We'll go through the end of Tucker and the firing. We talked about it yesterday, the whys, but Haller was pretty strong, which... I found to be kind of crazy that where was that strength and venom during the past nine months when you knew there was an investigation, when you had the right to suspend Tucker with or without pay. So David Gregory will answer that. He's looked at uh, all the paperwork. Uh, We did get word just when we were starting that the Portland Trailblazers are trading Damian Lillard to the Bucks. As part of a three-team deal, really, Bucks didn't have to give up a lot. It's just about taking on the money. So there you go. Uh, hello, Eastern Conference. And the Pistons fans dreaming of a quick return. And also, Giannis could be a guy that could end up getting out of Milwaukee. So it's protection with the franchise player. We'll have more on that coming up later. I do want to bring in David Gregory. He joins us uh, in studio. Michigan State makes the Tucker firing official today. National headlines. I saw the USA Today story from Kenny Jacoby that I shared at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. You were in studio yesterday for an hour. This was expected. Uh, they gave the notice. There's no surprise here. I... Haller being tough, I think, is a little show to try and maybe save his job on the backside when the dust settles here because even with the firing, which we knew would happen, you don't know how many players are going to hit that 30-day window for the transfer portal, how many eligible redshirt players will ask for that extra year and not play uh, the rest of the season, and what comes about from the Jones Day law firm investigation on possible leaks. Uh, on the complaint, on the names involved, and you get that hearing in October, which is private. It's not a public hearing, but uh, Tracy will have the ability, uh, Brenda Tracy, 
who's on the other side of this, will have the ability to share uh, any information now uh, the rest of the way. So a lot to get to. And David, uh, welcome back. Uh, it seems like it was just yesterday when you were in studio. I think it was, in fact, yesterday. It was. Thank you. I just wanted the days fly by here. Um, from the Tucker firing and everything you've read, seen, uh, the statement, I think, of Alan Haller, which probably was written by lawyers, I would guess, uh, really was strong in a legal sense, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very strong. It was very short, very to the point. And as we predicted yesterday, it says, look, you vi- you're, the behavior that you admitted to violates the contract. Uh, and, the, and the behavior is you made sexual comments, you flirted, you had phone sex, that's a euphemism, with a university vendor. And it doesn't matter whether there was consent or not. And it doesn't matter whether, as you allege, it it happened outside the workplace. The fact that it occurred and that you admitted to it violates multiple provisions in your contract that allows us to sue you for cause. And it sets up, uh, again, no legal. (laughs) You shared the story with me, I think it was earlier today, uh, from the Detroit News that some legal experts are saying he doesn't, he being Mel Tucker doesn't have a, a great case on the other side if he chooses to sue Michigan State. Yeah, I, 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 again, I said yesterday I'd rather be Michigan State from a pure legal perspective in a lawsuit than Mel Tucker right now. He has, but as that article also indicated, there's a strong chance of some settlement here. It would be in everybody's interest ultimately to uh, settle for some portion of the contract. Well, and you get, here's the national headlines again. And this has just been a monster three weeks uh, for the school, just uh, getting peppered. And I don't know if it's over. I know this story kind of uh, today with the headline of Tucker getting fired, which is on you know CBS, ESPN, you're seeing it uh, everywhere, right? It's not going to go away. And will Tucker choose to fight it? And a lot of allegations and things about now, you know, his time in East Lansing and uh, what he allegedly uh, did. Uh, what will come out? What won't? Will others step forward? Is this story going to just be about what happens in that hearing? I mean, if you're Michigan State right now, uh, where do you go? What's your next move after here? I think it's to try and save, I will say this, save the football team. Uh, they fired the coach and now convince those players, hey, whether it's a red shirt or avoiding the transfer portal, uh, from a pure sports perspective, nothing against the Title IX complaint, they have to find a way to save MSU football. Well, that's correct. I mean, they have to they have to right the ship. They have to stop the bleeding, whatever uh, whatever cliche you want to use. But what else do they do? And I suggested yesterday that they ought to have a press conference where they just answer every single question under the sun until people don't even have any more questions. And they ought to release whatever documents they can and do a a document dump and try to put this, start to put this behind them. And that would be it for the moment they got wind of the complaint in December of 2022 up until where they are right now. And what concerns me about not a, there's been a few emails released, but not a document dump that, because, you know, Mel Tucker, there are some things that, as we talked yesterday and even after the show, that he's accused them of knowing about the leaks in August. Well, his accusations, if they are MSU, then why do you immediately suspend 
Tucker, right? I, I still go back to how I feel the minute I read this story a little after midnight. That would be Labor Day weekend, right? Yep. It's that the minute I read that story, I suspend Mel Tucker to err uh, with caution, that I protect the university, that Haller can be tough like he's been, you know, in this statement today. I get that, but your tough side should have been in the best interest of MSU, in the best interest of safety of alleged victims, in the best interest of just doing the right thing, Mel, you're going to be suspended with pay until this is over. That's it. Well, again, given the history. And they had the right. You, you said this from your first time in studio. MSU, the, the minute a Title IX complaint was fired or, or filed, they had a right not to fire him, but to suspend him. Very clearly under their Title IX policy. But, you know, here's what's interesting. It, Alan Haller said he didn't do that or didn't act sooner because he wasn't aware of anything in the report because MSU policy dictated that the supervising employee and the uh, acting president, interim president, could not know anything in the investigative report. But imagine now some Title IX lawyers say that's a good idea, some say that's a bad idea. But imagine if this is the highest highest paid public employee in the state of Michigan, the second most visible person at Michigan State next to Tom Izzo. He is the face of Michigan State to many people. Uh, that is Mel Tucker, and his supervisor. His supervisor is his employee. His excuse me, his supervisor, direct supervisor, had no knowledge of the contents of this investigative report. By his own statement, was blindsided, and had he been informed, he could have made the decision then that look, it doesn't matter. We don't have to go to hearing because that's what he's saying now. It violates the contract. What you admitted to violates the contract. We don't even need to go to the hearing. And again, I'm I'm looking at Michigan State as in your normal school that had, wow, look at this situation pop up. That when the complaint was filed, the fact that you got to Ju- it's it's July now before they get wind of the hearing, nothing's been settled as a leader. You're Alan Haller. You're the interim president Woodruff. You're the board of trustees, which some of them knew, some of them didn't, per the Title IX guidelines, right? That we're going to be safe here, and Mel, you're going to be suspended. Because here, here's what I'll say, and I can't divulge the details. There has been a lot about Mel Tucker and what's going on in East Lansing for a couple of years. Nothing that is substantiated on air or in a story. I think those will be coming. I really do. But you're Michigan State, and because of what you went through with Nasser, as a university, you had to err on the side of caution. And and I get football is big. You talk about him, the highest paid employee in the state of Michigan, right? Highest paid public employee. Yeah, yes. public, public, yeah, public. Uh, I think almost what two times the money of Izzo, or close to it, right? You had a football season starting. You're an AD. You you're waiting. The minute you got word of a hearing, you just had to, hey, man, you know, it's September. Yeah, you'd miss the Washington game. There's Central and uh, Richmond and these. And you, uh, we're going to sit you until after this hearing. Because at what point, this is what's interesting here in what you're saying with Haller. So at, at what point then does Michigan State supervisors, Alan Haller, the president, the board of trustees, whoever, at what point do they get 
any findings from this or they're allowed to see information in regards to the complaint that was filed? Well, what they said in the media and what the policies of MSU suggest is that no one except the Title IX uh, office and no one except uh, the investigator that they hired gets to see what was in the investigative report. But what about the, so what's the end result, the end game, that if, if Tucker wasn't fired, if, he, if this still was waiting on the hearing, when that hearing officer, which isn't a judge, it's appointed by the school, we talked about that uh, two days after uh, the story broke when you were in studio, is that, what, what's the process then? When, when someone would know, because right, if someone filed a Title IX complaint and you're the AD, you're the head of business school, you're the head of medical pharmacology, whatever. Any, at what point do you know if someone in under your, under your wing uh, did something and violated Title IX? Well, the implication is from MSU's policies and what they've said to the press was, let's assume this never leaked, no one other than the Title IX office folks, not the president, not the athletic director, n- nobody in the management of MSU would have heard about the outcome of any of this until the hearing officer issued a decision, which could be as much as 60 days after the hearing. So you're talking December. That, that, right. was, my, that was my point there. You're getting, and if there's an appeal... You you might you know you're you're getting into what you said yesterday the the first quarter of 2024 when I said give me a, a guesstimate on when this story could be over. So yeah, that the interesting question is should Alan Haller have blind blindly knowing just that there was a complaint and enough to go forward to a hearing suspended Mel Tucker maybe based on other things he'd heard or you know the history at MSU. That's number one. Number two, should he have been blind? Should he not have had been briefed to some extent about the seriousness, not of just the allegations, but behavior he admitted to? Don't you want to protect, okay, one thing I'm saying here, that if you're Title IX office and there are allegations and an investigation gets to the hearing point, right, like you said, based on credibility, it's a he said, she said, and you... There, there's enough there that violates, potentially violates Title IX. Shouldn't that somebody at that school be made aware of the investigation, the allegations, and then be able to decide whether that person stays on uh, working or they're suspended until the, until the hearing is over? I think that seems like pretty common sense. I would right? say yes, and... You know, if you have a policy that people can be suspended during the pendency of an investigation, but you can't tell anybody about the investigation, then what good is that policy? And you're Alan Haller. You're the AD. It's East Lansing. You know, David, you, you've worked down uh, in the state capitol in that area. People know what's going on. And again, I'm not going to jump on the uh, paparazzi allegations train. I won't go there. Uh, but it's pretty obvious. And then once, once you had an investigation that you knew when the complaint was filed in December 2022, it's then July. You're not getting anything. You're like, you know what, Mel, we're going to suspend you with pay to be safe. Yeah. We're going to suspend you with pay. We're going to get to that hearing. That's the bye week. 
We're going to go through uh, these games outside of Washington, not a lot of high-profile games, right? Right. And we're going to get through it, and during that bye week, we'll reassess where we're at. That seems like a simple play by Alan Haller. It really does. But if you had lawyers who said, well, wait a minute, he could sue us in. If, if it's, look at what happened. It's Twitter, Facebook. It's just the uh, message board mafia. Uh, football season was starting. Let's be honest. You're an AD. Your bread and butter sport is not Tom Izzo in Michigan State basketball. Your bread and butter, and I mean money sport, is Michigan State football. And that share you get off that TV deal. Right. Yeah, and I think Tom Izzo even readily acknowledges that, M- you know, MSU football is still the big dog in terms of revenue and how Nick people Saban feel, didn't believe that how people feel about the athletic program in a university. But think about it: if if Alan Haller had been briefed, let's assume that he was not on at least some of the outlines of what Mel Tucker admitted to. By his own logic, he would have had to fire him then because what they have said is. The hearing doesn't matter. Whether he violated the policy doesn't matter. He admitted to conduct. He admitted to it. And that is enough that violated his contract, and we can fire him for cause. Well, the minute there was a complaint, I wouldn't have suspended him. But as we get into two, three, four, five, six months, I'm like, uh uh-oh. Just my human radar is something's up here. I'm going to move forward under our MSU Title IX Policy guidelines, you're suspended, Mel. Even before fall football starts, you have a complete staff that can handle everything. Uh, Mel, on that bye week after the hearing, we will reassess where you're at. Now, you can say there's no decision made that day. It's not like a judge on a TV show where at the end they, this is this, this is this. But at least by then, you would have had an understanding of how deep this story is in some way, shape, or form. And for East Lansing, for me being around here 22 years, I live 60 miles away, right, give or take, station to home to East Lansing. People at MSU know what's going on at MSU. They can spin it any way they want to. They can say I didn't hear anything, that I didn't know what was in that report, which isn't lying. You're not lying if you're Alan Haller. You didn't know until you read the USA Today story. But you had a chance as it was dragging on. He didn't know that Tucker and their attorney were slow playing things and that Tracy, Brenda Tracy, within a month, all her witnesses, everybody was from the filing of the complaint within a month, it was all done on her side. His didn't wrap up, at least what I'm reading, April into May, you know, early May, give or take. So uh, you don't know the timeline. You you know your head coach is under – this is where I I just really have doubt. You're Alan Haller. You're the interim president. You're the board of trustees. Some didn't know. Some didn't. That you wouldn't be given an update that the investigation is still ongoing that we finished with the complaint, we're now dealing with Tucker. It's not details yet. I get that Title IX privacy, which we don't know if they followed that with the Jones Day law firm investigation that's ongoing. But man, uh, I'm like, okay, uh, 
So you're, you're David. You're a talk show host with me. I own the huge network. And I have your back when someone accuses you of something. Yeah, I got your back. Kind of talk to you. You say, look, I can't tell you. But, man, if you looked at me, because it's not like Alan Haller couldn't have any contact with Mel Tucker. He knew enough. I knew enough to suspend him and in and, and the best interest of the university, the athletic department, because if you suspended him, yeah, there would have been a hornet's nest in August when there's no games. Well, he knew enough to issue a no-contact order with Brenda Tracy, number one, and to implement other supervisory measures at that time by his own admission. Okay. He knew so, something. All right. So, David, you, you brought this up the first day you were in studio. The, uh, it was a, after Labor Day or the Monday uh, before that, whenever it was, when you were in studio, okay? Because this story seems like it's been going on for two years, doesn't it? <laughs> really, which is so bad for Michigan State's image. So if you had to increase supervision, Alan Haller, the Michigan State AD by his own admission, increase supervision of Mel Tucker while on your campus and have a no-contact order, now, from my understanding of the court system and you being a lawyer and you're a sports agent with Bull Rush Sports, anytime you hear no contact, yeah, you can get someone accuse you of something with a PPO and you get automatically no contact until two weeks later, that next Friday, you get in front of the judge and they say, no, there's nothing here, right? Right. You're a lawyer. So it's December. I, I don't know when he... Uh, instituted the no contact and the supervision clause or whatever he put towards Mel Tucker. But you're not thinking that, okay, now you get to six, seven months later that, hey, this isn't done, man. This, I, whoa, I, I know I can't ask Mel about it. I know it's private, but I'm suspending him. He's not touching. He, he's no part of fall practice or games until this is taken care of. And you know what? If Alan Haller would have done that, he'd be a hero right now. He'd be a hero because he did something that the university didn't do with Nasser, and they tried to take care of it inside their own circle. It feels like there's a lack of leadership at Michigan State That's in general. That's understatement, understatement of the year, David. You, 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 you are rarely understated on this show uh, in private or any time I've ever talked to you. But my friend, that is the biggest understatement ever. It is. Well, look, I, I think, number one, people at MSU who were in the know, whoever that was, should have assumed this was going to go public mm-hmm. and going to be in the national media, and we need to be prepared to get out in front of it, number one. Number two, I mean, if Alan Haller truly was blindsided or he was told just enough just enough to know that he had to have a no contact order and some more supervision. And I, I hate to, I hate to criticize Alan, Alan Haller, but I would say he should have demanded, he should have said, I demand to know, I have to know what's in that investigative report. I have to know to be able to run my department and to protect the university. Or he could have went to Mel Tucker. Again, I don't know. You're the lawyer. I don't know everything on how you deal with a title nine complaint, but I would have said, Hey, Mel, uh, when when it's three, four months later, we need to get this taken care of. And you would tell him that. Now I don't I don't don't tell me the details. Mel, you have to get your side of this taken care of. Have you? That's all. You're asking someone to 
you know, did you go down and take care of your speeding ticket or get in front of the judge? You don't ask people what was said or whatever. You could look up a transcript, but did you get? Uh, there are so the the number one warning sign that when you were in studio, I think it was a week after. It wasn't the Monday after. It was a week later or that week. That when you're Alan Haller and you had to issue a no contact with Brenda Tracy and added supervision to a guy with a $95 million deal, $79 million remaining on it, and you as AD could not step up and suspend him because you were concerned about your football season. And the biggest moneymaker on campus at Michigan State, outside of their wonderful donors, is football. That's it. And coming off a bad season, it was a big year for Mel Tucker. I personally believe that Alan Haller will not survive this when it's all said and done. I believe I, I, there is no way, when you talk about leadership, they got an interim president. They, you know, we talked yesterday, what do you do, get a president first and a football coach? Well, uh, how long is that going to be? What president's going to want to step into this? Uh, you get a football coach. What football coach is going to want to step into this? They're going to wait and see what happens in the next 30 days with the transfer portal and also these red shirts. All Alan Haller had to do, if you're a smart man, and again, your understatement there will not be held against you in any huge court of law. If I had to say, okay, you're my producer. I'm working here at iHeart West Michigan. That's our flagship station, 96 won the game. Tim Fagan, who's one of the great radio guys I've ever worked with, said, hey, Bill, we got this complaint. And if I had to say, Dave, hypothetically, I have to issue a no contact for that person who filed the complaint, and I got to add extra supervision, I wouldn't do that. I'd say, Dave, uh, we're going to need to, uh, you're going to have to step away from this. Figure that out on your own. I'll help you any way I can. But you got to take care of that before you can be a part of the show. That's simple. We'll suspend you with pay until we get to the bottom of this. Yeah, give you give you a month, give you a time, not nine months. Not nine months. Superfly's going, oh, Bill, give me like, okay, you got like uh, till 7.30 tonight to take care of it. That Alan Haller having to put the no con, and that hasn't been brought up enough. That has That just slid by everything in this story. And Alan Haller won't survive. There'll be a new president. And when I say survive, I'm talking stay on as Michigan State AD. You had a chance to make one of the best decisions a leader has ever made at Michigan State. Whether it was a lawyer, whether it was someone who told you, whether it was the fact that you brought Mel Tucker to Michigan State, right? I mean, you're looking at all these different factors that – were you tight with Mel? I, I don't know their relationship. I, I don't either, but technically Bill Beekman was the athletic Be- director when he got hired. Alan, Hall- Alan Haller was in the athletic department. He became athletic director and was the athletic director when they gave him the mega contract. That's right. Okay, so again, there's there's that loyal, uh, there's a side there that I'm saying, because they had all that transition with D'Antonio abruptly resigning. They're coming out of uh, a hornet's nest there at MSU. So Beekman, yeah, I forget about him as the... Interim guy after Hollis quickly departed as well, right? The former Michigan State AD. You know, and Alan Heller has a law enforcement background as well. That I find a little interesting here. He was an MSU police officer and rose to the, you know, very high up in that department at one point. 
look, there are no good choices here. There were no good choices for Alan Haller. There were no good choices for the interim president. But these people get paid a lot of money, a lot of public money, tax dollars, to make hard decisions and to make them in the public interest. And to protect the integrity and reputation of the institution. And what you what I was saying was he was the guy that gave him the big deal. Yes, didn't, exactly. Didn't you know sign him to the original contract? You're you're the guy that put up the ninety five million. In your thinking, if you're Alan Haller, did you cut him some slack that you normally and and you talk about the tough background and upbringing? Did you cut him slack because he you were there? signing that $95 million deal with that coach. That coach was 2-0 against Michigan. Uh, Harbaugh was in disarray. This was the turning point for Michigan State to become the next Ohio State. That's what they thought. Well, look, I I don't know if he cut him some slack, and I I can't get inside people's heads, but I will say this. He must have known. I'm the guy who owns that decision forever. Hmm. I'm the guy who owns the decision to give him that mega contract. I, you know, on one, some way, shape, or form, I'm going to be held accountable for it. How it turns out, that's really going to be his legacy. That probably was going to be his legacy, and now it will really be probably how he handled this. Yeah, and who the new president is and what the Board of Trustees, because they are notorious in East Lansing, the Michigan State Board of Trustees, for finding a scapegoat. They are notorious straight down political avenue on finding a scapegoat in somebody that they, not now, because you just fired Mel Tucker today, but based on what else comes out, if there's anything else that rolls in here, because they're, they're digging. You know, USA Today, investigative reporters, everybody is in Michigan digging. Uh, David Gregory, by the way, a lawyer, NFL PA certified agent with Bull Rush Sports. They focus on Michigan athletes, state of Michigan uh, athletes and coaches. Uh, look them up on Twitter, uh, at Bull Rush Sports, uh, David Gregory. Uh, stick around for one final segment. We'll wrap this up, but I appreciate the input on the day Mel Tucker was officially fired. Gregory, Bull Rush Sports, proud to be a partner with him, man. Uh, they're doing good things. Uh, they really are. Like I said, look them up on Twitter, Bull Rush Sports. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Tracy, over to you for weather. Oh, the sun must be shining, Dave, because the 7 for 7 sale is back at Meyer. Mix or match hundreds of items like Meyer frozen vegetables, Campbell's condensed soup, and Body Armor sports drink. Pick any 7 for just $7. There's a strong chance of saving with the same quality Meyer deals in-store or online. Back to you, Dave. Sounds great, Tracy. Deals so good. You've just got to talk about them. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual tricks. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Michigan Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. My conversation with Mark Ewell, the latest about Michigan high school sports coming up. I'm getting some comments on the huge text chain. Is this the end of the Mel Tucker story? I, I don't think it is. I think there's a lot of fallout. The most important thing is how many of those players will hit the portal. Because a lot of those guys were Mel Tucker recruits and transfer portal guys. They have 30 days now with the official firing on the clock to enter the portal. Now, they could still enter the portal at the end of the year. 
but you'll get a you'll get a gauge on where this team is at, how tight they are by how many of these guys at Michigan State jump in in the next thirty days. Exactly, and but you can't blame a kid. You can't blame a kid for putting his name in a portal. You to didn't see sign what's up out for there. this. You, you didn't. didn't sign, you did not you, sign up for this. You did. That is for sure. And you got parents, even though they're adults, you still have parents where a coach or coaches plural sold you on the integrity of Mel Tucker. You know, again, uh, he's at the top. And then you, I think Jim Comperoni from SpartanMeg.com told me. Up to 11 guys he thought could be eligible for red shirts. That are in the playing group, right? Yeah, that are in the playing group. That's a that's a pretty important gauge, too. That, that is a big number there because if you – right, you're already a bad football team. Just away from the Tucker uh, situation, anything. Uh, Title IX complaints. From a pure football standpoint, they're a bad football team right now. And if you lose two or three starters on both sides of the ball, two starters on both sides of the ball. That's a problem. The depth's already a problem for them. And just a reminder, if you put your name in the transfer portal, you don't leave. You're just allowed to be contacted to see what's out there so you can leave next semester. And get a jump on everybody else. Right. And you might leave. Well, you got to finish off your semester for right. grades to transfer. I mean, kids put academics first uh, at the Power 5 schools. But, uh, but, but how many kids do it, though? That could just blow up the locker room, too. Right? Where... Guys that are still true and loyal to MSU and other guys that are leaving. Well, again, I, I think everybody can say, look, there's, things are a mess here. They're uncertain. I'm going to put my name in the portal and see what's out there. But if eight or nine guys say, look, I'm going to take my red shirt this year. I'm not going to play. That, you know that's going to impact the on-field performance. Well, but, but by doing that, though, your Michigan State this season is already toast. They, maybe Nebraska at home and at Indiana. Might be the only chances for W's. You may want those 11 red shirts. That would be attractive. You, you may want anybody on offense or defense worth a darn to take the red shirt because it will be attractive to a coach coming in. Possibly. But I, but no. I don't know. Are, can you name 11 guys? God, I, I don't want to pile on the players. But can you look at offense or defense right now and eligible red shirts? I guess I'll have to go through. Uh, the list. I'll talk to Comp later about it. But yeah, and all this is the fallout, and you still have that hearing and what Brenda Tracy wants to share. If I'm Mel Tucker, I think I need to go to that hearing. I think I need to go to that hearing, explain myself, and when I come out of that hearing, now he can flip it and and drop stuff on what happened in the hearing. I think he needs to do that because it's a way for him to not save his name, but to keep this as a woman that had a relationship with me. I think it's important. You as a lawyer, as a NFL PA player agent with Bull Rush Sports, final thoughts here before we wrap up our two segments. Would you recommend for Mel Tucker to go to that hearing and present his side of the story? Well, it had to be, he'd be subject to cross-examination I guess on balance, I'd say... But there's no evidence presented at this trial. Or not trial, excuse me. This uh, Title IX hearing. Yeah, it's a little unclear, but it sounds like there's Would really... Would you tell them to, to go or not go? Well, you're not under oath, and you are going to be cross-examined. I guess I'd marginally say, go, tell your side of the story. Uh, 
you know, sell our narrative because it will marginally help in the lawsuit to, to put forth, look, this was private behavior. Look, we had a relationship. It was consensual. Is there a transcript of these hearings? Oh, I'm sure a transcript yeah, is made. Yeah. So that transcript could be big for him uh, if he ever wants to work one day. And that would be down the road. But we've seen a lot of stories in college football where and sports where guys come back. So yeah, it'll be interesting how this plays out or if there's a settlement on both sides there. So Michigan State now has fired him. They can talk to Brenda Tracy if she wants to settle. But I think she needs to see it through now to the hearing. Right? Yeah, I think to preserve her credibility as a survivor advocate, she's got to see this through, not settle. And she said that's what she's going to do. And I do think, you know, what is this hearing about on some level? Because MSU has said clearly, you admitted to the behavior and it doesn't matter whether there was consent and it doesn't matter whether you considered it private. It violates your contract. We can fire you. But on the flip side, that's where I said the hearing for Tucker could be a chance for him uh, to tell his side of the story. If he doesn't show up, that's... Uh, a bad look in in my eye. Yeah, I think you're in for a dime, in for a dollar at this point. Yeah, amen. Uh, David Gregory, lawyer, NFLPA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. They're based in West Michigan. They focus on state of Michigan athletes and coaches. Look them up on Twitter. Just search Bull Rush Sports. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long, right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. 
huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Hey, a reminder for those of you listening on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station, tomorrow night, Packers. Lions, 8.15 is the kick on all of the 75-inch TVs at the Dirty Shame Bar and Grill on Fulton in Ada. I will be there tomorrow. They got new owners, new management, great employees, an unbelievable menu, and the Lions and the Packers on all the TVs at the Dirty Shame Bar and Grill on Fulton, just east of Ada. That is tomorrow night. I'll arrive right around 8. You can get there early, grab dinner, and join me at the Dirty Shame and Ada for the Lions and the Packers. Big. Bad. Huge.